Another day is here, and you're ready for it. What to wear? Check. Breakfast, lunch, and dinner? Check. Planning for what's next and how to save for it? That's where Bank of America can help. For your financial to-dos, Bank of America has experts ready to help get you closer to your goals. Get started at one of our local financial centers or 24-7 in our mobile banking app. Find a location near you at bankofamerica.com slash talk to us. What would you like the power to do? Mobile banking requires downloading the app and is only available for select devices. Message and data rates may apply. Bank of America and a member FDIC. All right, how about hour number two on a Friday? Hope you're having a good weekend already. Those Wimberley Texans are having a tough start to their weekend. It is still 35-0 Carthage at the state championship game, 4-8-D-2. Wow, third quarter, still seven minutes to go. We'll keep you updated on that one. It's Chad and Zay on a Friday. Let's go ahead and jump right in on the Vaqueros Cafe and Cantina Hotline. It's one of our favorite segments of the week. If you'd like to lay a little bit down on a game or two, pay attention. It's Brandon Lang, brandonlang.com. Check out the Believe Me Show with Cordell Stewart as well. Brandon, I understand you're on a little bit of a badass road trip, sir. Yeah, you know, kind of spur of the moment. Little uh, little hottie from Bumble said, so "Come on into LA. So we'll go in there tonight, and then tomorrow we're going to go see Washington State, Fresno, and SoFi, and then bang out the Chargers on Sunday. Play a little golf early in the morning in Bel Air. Pretty good weekend, bro. Pretty good weekend. Very nice. That sounds pretty good. That sounds pretty good. I tell you what, let's try to reconnect real quick with Brandon. Brandon, we're getting a little clicking going on our That's end. Off. Is that his blinker? Was that your blinker? I don't know. Is that?" No, 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 no. There's yeah. something. Let, let's try to reconnect with him real quick. We'll, we'll talk. We'll, we'll get you right back, Brandon. Yeah, that's weird. That's that. Let's see if we can get rid of that because yeah, uh, I don't know what that was. That might hypnotize all of us by the end of it. It sounded like a metronome was like. I thought his blinker was on. Just click. That's what it sounded like. I'm like, yo, are you gonna make the move? Oh my god! All right, let's 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 hit him back and see what it, see if it's uh, see if it's still there or not. Brandon Lang, brandonlang.com. And again, Believe Me is the show with Cordell Stewart. You can check out at Believe Sports with the Believe Podcast Network. All right, that sounds a little better, Brandon. All right. Uh so you're you're heading to so you're heading to that Fresno State Washington State game tomorrow. I was gonna start with some of the early bowl stuff. Any feelings you got on some of these early bowl matchups? I just don't know how Washington State's gonna be able to survive this game with four of their five top wide receivers out. And they didn't win a, They didn't beat a winning team in the Pac-12 all year long. Mm-hmm. I love Fresno. Lines three and a half, five and a half, lay three. If you haven't seen Jake Hayner play, tune in that game tomorrow. Guy's a stud. I mean, he's an absolute stud. A lot of people have him projected to go in the first round. And he said, you know what? I'm not going to get ready for the NFL draft. I'm going to go play the bowl game with the boys. You see, you got to love that. And I think that that goes a long way into playing into a bowl game. So I'm going to go Fresno minus three. All right. Fair enough. B. Lang, Florida, is playing against Oregon State tomorrow. It's Oregon State minus nine and a half. I want to say Florida's quarterback is entering the draft, so they won't have him, which is probably why the line is this big. Who do you like in that one? Jack Miller, boys. Jack Miller. Remember a guy who went to Ohio State, couldn't beat out J.T. Barrett. He's like, you know what, I'm out of here. And he transferred down to an SEC school by the name of LSU and Got surrounded by some good talent. Parlayed that into national championship and 
Best name Joe Burrows. Probably give you Mr. Miller, who went to Ohio State and couldn't beat out C.J. Stroud. So he's like, you know what, I'm out of here. Let me transfer down to an SEC school and see if I can't get me a job down there. That's Mr. Miller, boys. He's Billy Napier's quarterback against Oregon State. You give me an SEC school plus double digits for the talent like that, I'm going to roll with the boys. Give me the double-digit SEC dog, Florida Gators over Oregon State. Ooh, how about that? Yeah, that's one of the ones tomorrow. Uh, definitely <laughs> liking that. Uh, all right, any other any other college stuff before we hit to the, to the NFL? Obviously, we'll have time to talk to you about semifinals and all that stuff, but anything else in that early, early group of games? Arkansas minus three over Kansas. I think Arkansas gets it done big time. You always got to handicap the potato bowl, boys. It's on the blue carpet, Boise. <laughs> yeah. It's a potato bowl. You can never not handicap the potato bowl. Give me Eastern Michigan plus the four and a half over San Jose State. And then South Alabama minus four and a half over Western Kentucky in the New Orleans Bowl. And keep an eye on Air Force plus the points over Baylor. Oh, like yeah, I was like wondering all, about that Air Force game. Like all that, like all that. All right, uh, let's dig into the NFL a little bit. There's a lot of good stuff. Let's go ahead and start with those Cowboys. Cowboys in Jacksonville after the Cowboys squeak it out against the Texans. It looks like I'm looking at minus four here at Jacksonville. What do you make of it? They're in trouble, boys. They're in trouble. Jacksonville Jaguars have been in every game this year. Doug Peters does an unbelievable job. And one bad game, Detroit on the road. Other than that, they've been in every game this year. Blew out tights last week, getting four, humidity. South Florida, all hot, 100, 100 degrees on the field. And you got Philadelphia on Christmas Eve. Dallas might win. But this is a field goal game, boys. Get on the Jags plus the points. Ooh, no Cowboys fans don't like that. Oof. By the way, hell of a call last week taking the Lions over the Vikings. The Lions got the Jets this weekend, and the Jets are without their now starting quarterback Mike White. They're going with their before starting quarterback Zach Wilson. Lions aren't as good on the road. Who do you like in this matchup? Lions minus one. Don't, don't trust Zach. <laughs> don't trust Zach. So I initially, if Mike White was the quarterback, I like the Jets. But I'm not going to lose. I will lose with Jared Goff to try to, before I try to win with Zach Wilson. Simple as that. Yeah, I think that's, uh, I think that's yeah. fair. And what a crazy run that Lions team is on, man. Going to go six out of seven. And Brandon did tell us about those Lions last week. That is true. Uh, all right, so let's see. A lot of other good. What about the uh, early kick with Buffalo and Miami? That's uh, a huge game, obviously. Uh, so you, and that's an early by, uh, early by, I mean, Saturday game. Uh, the evening kick on Saturday. Dolphins, Bills. Bills, a touchdown <laughs> favorite. I'll be absolutely shocked if Buffalo didn't win this game by double digits. You're Miami. You played five straight losing teams. I said on your show when they went to Frisco, that was going to be the game that Tua imploded. I said San Francisco's going to cover that number. You watched exactly what I said. Boom. Then they stay on the West Coast for another week, go down to L.A., get beat by the Chargers. Tua looked horrible. Boom. Now you've adjusted to the West Coast time zone. Now you fly back east, and on a short week, you got to go up to cold Buffalo and play a third straight road game. That is a recipe for disaster in the NFL. Again, I will be shocked if the Bills do not win this game by double digits. All right. 
Wow, that's interesting. Mm-hmm. All right, B. Lang, a game that you're going to. You're driving to L.A. right now. The Tennessee Titans will be playing against the L.A. Chargers on Sunday. It is the Chargers minus three. And, you know, the Chargers, they're a scary team now with Keenan Allen getting healthy, Mike White getting healthy. Also, <clears throat> Justin Herbert, he's finally healthy and through that rib injury. Who do you like in that matchup? I may be in jail. On Sunday, and I might make I might make I might make Sports Center. I might be in jail because I got the best ticket I could possibly get, which is two rows up behind the Tennessee Titan bench. Nice. Okay, they they cost me a lot of money against Cincinnati. They cost me a lot of money last week against the Jacksonville Jaguars. I may jump the wall <laughs> and literally just start beating Tannehill with that plastic food court. Because remember I said plastic food court, it's a misdemeanor. The actual silverware fork's a, a felony. Um, and I'll just I'll go to town. And then real quick, I'll try to make one move to Mike Rabel and just get a couple punches on him. And then that's it. I'm, I'm done. I'm, on, I'm, I'm in jail. I'm before the judge. I plead temporary insanity. And I'm in a mental institution for 30 days doing the whole Jack Nicholson one flew over to Cuckoo's Nest on the basketball court with the big engine. So that's kind of where my head's at. So uh, I'm, I'm rooting for the Chargers. I'm going to take the Chargers. I'm going to bet the Chargers just because the Tennessee Titans are on the Brandon Lang. I will never bet them again list. Nice. Now, Brandon, just to be clear, if that all happens, would your one phone call still be to Austin, Texas, to us? If I could do your radio show from the mental institution, absolutely. <laughs> I may be a little. I may be a list. I may be a little drugged up. But yeah, I'll still get her done. Oh, get her done, baby. Yeah, get her done. <laughs> yeah, the dr- I tell you that drugged up version. You'd be screaming it more than Carson Wentz. Uh, guaranteed. Oh yeah. All right, so oh, yeah. let, let's go to a game that features two teams I can't stand as a Cowboys fan. Carson, it's, it's- Carson, <laughs> lay off the Zolop. The Zolop. No Zolop. It's Xanax. Keep the Xanax away from him. All right, go ahead. Yeah, uh, I think he's there at this game, but I don't think he gets to play. Uh, at least certain fans hope he doesn't. Giants, Commanders, everybody 7-5-1, Washington 4.5. What do you think? Blowout. Blowout. If you can beat the Philadelphia Eagles by more than 4.5, you are going to beat the Giants by more than 4.5. I, I think the Giants are, are done. You know, I, I went into a couple buffets over the weekend, and I saw signs at the buffet that say Andy Reid and Brian Danbo are banned from all buffets. I mean, those, those boys cannot miss a meal since Christ came back 2,000 years ago. So they're just, you know, when, when Andy Reid and, and Brian Danbo walk into the room, it's beep, beep, beep. Can't do it, boys. Can't do it. I'm never going to lose with big, heavy coaches again. So um, the Chiefs have covered three games all year long. I won't trust the Giants. Give me the commanders by seven or more. Command. Okay. Wow. Okay. Yeah, Taylor Heineke going to light it up. Sounds yeah, I know like. you like that, Zay. I do like that. Yeah. All right. Let's go to Tampa Bay, a team that might not make it into the playoffs. Tampa Bay Buccaneers. Tom Brady doesn't look good. Dealing with all this divorce stuff still. Cincinnati, they're looking on the up and up. Guys are getting healthy like Jamar Chase, and they're looking to get back in the Super Bowl. It's Cincinnati minus three and a half. Who do you like in this matchup, b we're going to go to the God Lemonade middle of the night analogy. All right. Last night, last night in the middle of the night, God, I woke up and there was a big white glow in my room and it was God with a glass of lemonade and he was in his white robe and he was glowing and I, I was blinded, but I, I could see the lemonade and he says, my son, I know how much pain and money the Cincinnati Bengals have cost you. You've never won a game with them in the last 20 years. He says, I just don't know what to do. I'm going to give you the final score, my son. I looked at God and I said, listen, 
you, you can't stop the streak. Satan's going to figure out a way to beat you. I can't, I, I can't trust you. So with that being said, I'm going to take the, the Bucks plus three and a half. And I'm just going to keep going against the Bengals. And eventually they're not going to cover. Because if I take the Bengals minus three, they'll lose outright. It's happened every single time. Wow. So until they don't cover, I'm going to take, I'm going to take Brady. By the way, Brady's 16 and three straight up, 18, 16 and three straight up, 15 and four against the spread coming off a loss. Uh, when he's a pick him or a dog in the next game. And if the loss is by more than by seven points, Brady's 10-0 and straight up and gets the spread. Give me Brady plus three and a half. Wow. Oh, those are big numbers there. Talking about Brandon Lang, brandonlang.com. If you haven't checked it out, uh, Brandon, obviously a game, again, as a Cowboys fan, I need the Eagles to lose the game. I'm not sure if that happens, but I'm seeing them by nine in Chicago. Uh, almost one of those double-digit home dogs is what I'm seeing here. What do you think? There's a trend that has been in play for years. It hits at about an 85% clip. When you get a team off a divisional road game and they're playing a non-division opponent and they have a divisional road game on deck. So Philly went to Giants, one big. They're now playing non-division Bears and they got to go at Dallas in a division road game after that. If that team in that, it's called a sandwich situation. If that team is laying seven or more, 85% the dog covers the number. Wow. It's like 17 and 3 it's last 20. Bears plus the 9. That's a great number. That is a great wow. number. Wow. Yeah. All right, B Lang. So the Minnesota Vikings minus three against the Indianapolis Colts last week. You had the Lions over the Vikings, and the Vikings might be the most disrespected ten and three team I've ever seen. Nobody believes in them. Nobody thinks they could make a run in the playoffs. It seems like the Jeff Saturday experiment has gone in the tanker. Where do you see this game going with the Vikings minus three and a half? Bad as the Colts are, as bad as they are as bad as they are. The last 10 times the Colts have come off a double-digit loss, they're 10-0 against the spread. Mm. Say it again. Last 10 times the Colts have come off a double-digit loss, they're 10-0 against the spread. You watch them cover that number on Sunday. Interesting. All right. Um, okay, Brandon, anything else in the NFL? What did? Uh, is there anything else we missed here? I think we hit all the big ones. No, you touched on Jags, you touched on Bears, two dogs that I really like. And the bowl games, you nailed them all, every one of them. So let's rock and roll. I'll enjoy L.A., and uh, if I get some great pictures, I'll send them your way. We will do it. Now, on the way out, Isaiah, yeah. oh, Zay loves to hear about college some co- basketball college basketball picks of the week, where we go. And how'd you do last week, by the way? Um, I only released one game. I had an NBA bad beat. I had Lakers and Celtics under 235. They went over in overtime, and, and I was on the wrong. I was on the wrong side of UCLA and Maryland. UCLA can't beat Illinois. Maryland can beat Illinois, but UCLA can beat Maryland by a hundred. So we did. That was it. That was the only foray into college basketball this week. So we'll, uh, we probably won't really get into college basketball until the bowl games are gone. So it won't be till January. Gotcha. So right. We're gonna we're, we're gonna take a break. There you go. All right, man. We'll travel safe. Enjoy those games, and we'll hit you next week. Thanks, boys. Thanks, good Brandon. stuff. Brandon Lang, brandonlang.com. And uh, let's see, next Friday, actually, we don't have a show. We'll see about rescheduling Brandon, maybe, see if he can do another day next week, or maybe we will uh, hit him the week after Christmas. But thanks to Brandon for his time, as always. Some interesting stuff there, some great numbers. That's Chicago numbers, wild. Uh, not that it's specifically about them, but uh, about the Eagles there in a sandwich game. Uh, I hope he's not only right about that, but he's uh, maybe the 
Chicago can actually get that win. Uh, Chicago some... plays hard. Justin Fields, do. he can make plays. You know, those feet, man. He's not fleet of foot. Yeah, I mean, they had that game. Oh, you know, he is fleet of foot. I don't know. That Cowboys game was so weird. Like, the Cowboys whipped them even though the Bears ran the ball well and they scored almost 30 points. The Cowboys still able to, you know, get some big plays and everything. We'll see uh, what that's like. And that game, of course, is in Chicago. So maybe a chance for the uh, Eagles to slip in uh, in a game that is one of the uh, that is one of the Sunday games I believe yes that's a Sunday noon kick uh, for that ball game and of course you do have the three games on Saturday remember Indy Minnesota Baltimore Cleveland Miami Buffalo that's all on Saturday in the NFL and then Sunday you get into the Philly Chicago game obviously Cowboys Jacksonville. Real quick, Zay, you want me to tell you what else Micah Parsons had to say about the Eagles? Yeah, let's hear it. All right, here's how he tried to get himself. This isn't in the same podcast. Not the same. This is the media coming back and saying, hey, do you want to clarify your comments? Micah Parsons says, quote, I mean, you got to stand on everything you say just as a man, but obviously they small clipped it and took one line of what was really talked about. But no pun intended or no disrespect to Hurts. I think he's doing great this year. I'm not sure why he mentioned a pun. I didn't catch a pun. Uh, I caught it. Did you? What was the pun? Like, Hurt. You know, his name's Hurt. Like disrespect. I'm not trying to nope. hurt him. Oh, oh, oh! I see. Okay, I, maybe that was it. I, I missed that no, one. I don't, okay. know. I don't know if it's a pun, but I, I get where he's okay. going. Okay, uh, I think he's doing great this year. But you know me, I'm a defensive guy, and I said the Eagles' defense is the team to watch. They just got uh, wait. They just got hell of a players over there that's been making plays all year. So from a defensive aspect, I know how offensive guys get all the credit. I just want to stick up for the defensive guys because the conversation was most valuable player. It is just, or is it just quarterback? Okay. That's not how it it came off, though. It came off. That's not how it came off. He was laughing and stuff. Uh, It didn't look good. Yeah, that didn't quite quite work. Now, he also, this is what Cowboy fans want to hear. He said of the comments, you know, we talked yesterday about the comments of the Eagles offensive linemen of, hey, he needs to be focused on, you know, who he's playing. He did say, quote, I've got to focus on Trevor Lawrence. How do I get to Trevor Lawrence when he's coming together? He's a hell of a player, and what they're bringing, that's where my focus is. I was just having a good conversation with Vaughn, a person I look up to, helped him in his podcast, and the next thing I know, it's an S-storm. You see how that goes. We were just talking football. Not once did I ever disrespect Hurts or any other player in any way. I'm just talking football. Like, if football's a hurtful conversation, then what are we playing for? I think the job is more hurtful than the conversation conversation you know end quote i don't know micah <laughs> i don't i don't i don't know dog i don't either and he's what, what you should have said is oh jalen hurts is an absolute problem he's so hard to deal with he's so hard to prepare for he's probably going to get mvp the eagles are having a hell of a season and hopefully we'll be ready when we play them and then why couldn't you then you could you could say that and then continue on to say hey and by the way why don't we have more defensive players considered for MVP? Yeah. Just have the conversation. Uh, Who's the last defensive MVP? Oh, jeez. Was there? Lawrence uh, Taylor, that guy? Oh, man, is it that long ago? Wait, wasn't... Uh, oh. Did J.J. Watt, you know? Yeah, I feel like he just wins defensive player. He wins defensive player oh, yeah. of the year. He's won those. I don't know that he's ever won. Uh, yeah, I don't know. MVP. I That's can't remember. Um, yeah, he says, if we can't have opinions, I mean, you guys get to talk S all day. Why can't we talk a little chatter? I don't understand what's so hurtful when we talk about each other. We're the players. We play every day. So I think people should have opinions. 
that's all fine and good. What we would say as fans is sometimes players get a little mad when a random fan they don't know says stuff, but they really get focused when you say it. You're on the other team. And you're a star player. Does he not realize how big time he is? Like, he should. He's very confident and sometimes cocky, but don't be arrogant. Like, you're going to be on the front line all the time because, for one, you're a star player, and two, you play on the biggest team in sports, not just the NFL, like in sports. It's America's team. It's not America's football team. It's America's team. That's it. So anything that gets put out is going to be in the limelight like it is. Like, he, he's, he does immature things. Like, we saw with the tweet that he had, the Brittany Griner thing that he had to backpedal on. Mm-hmm. Then he, you know, and I, I disagree on him on, like, you guys get to talk S all the time. Why can't we? Those people in that room are getting paid to talk S. They're getting paid to report what you say and bring it back to whatever they do, whether they say it. Uh, uh, um, through journalism, like on paper, and you see it online somewhere, or whether they say it on air. Either way, like you and I, we're getting paid to talk S. Right. You get paid to play. Yeah. And that you talking S is a bonus. You know. Yeah, and, and to be fair, part of his job is also to um, his part of his job is also to deal with the media. Yeah. 100%. If he because do- if he doesn't, he gets fined. So he does that, you know. So in a way, him talking to the media and he can talk however he wants, but he's just got to understand that sometimes the reaction is, well, you kind of dogged him out there, right? Like that's not just talking chatter, Micah. You ask the question, hey man, with Philly, is that the system and the team, or is it Jalen Hurts? And it's like, wait, what? Yeah. That's very different than saying, hey man, Jalen Hurts is getting considered for MVP, and I get that. I think there's some defensive players on that Eagles team that maybe should get considered. Why didn't he just say that? But there, I don't think there is. <laughs> well, you're right. He should have said. They should have said something along those lines. But yeah, you're 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 right. He just said, just say anything else. Praise the guy. And it's Jalen Hurts too. He's the most humble, just easy to root for guy you could possibly have right now in the NFL. So somebody's saying there have only been two defensive MVPs: Lawrence Taylor and Allen Page. Yeah, I knew it was LT. Wow. Somebody else texted us the names: Bruce Smith and Reggie White. We'd have to double-check that to see if those guys ever won the overall MVP. They were certainly good enough. Uh, you can make that argument. All right, uh, thanks to Brandon for his time today. Update on uh, Wimberley coming, and it is not a good update, so we'll save that for the flex segment. Also, a little preview of that Vandegrift game. I got a question for the Vandegrift fans about the one guy from DeSoto you probably need to stop and an idea on how Coach Sanders might want to try to – Help stop him. We'll get into that matchup a little more as Vandergriff is going for a state title tomorrow, and you are going to hear that game right here on The Horn. When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply.
Denim and leather. Um, 1981. You're a disgrace if you don't know this. 1981. <laughs> denim and leather. Um, gum. I always end up guessing Saxon. That away. It's the only thing in my head. Yeah. That away. Okay. That one I had to guess it because I I thought I was right on that one. Yeah. I've heard that song live a couple years ago. Saxon opened up the show, uh, last show Lemmy and Motorhead ever did in Austin back in 2015. If we had the instrumental in the background to your Christmas speech yesterday, that would be fire. <laughs> <laughs> like, this is the vibe that I got. The Saxon vibe? Yes, from your speech Excellent. yesterday. Excellent. With uh, the F-bombs and all. That's good. That's good. Yes. Wanted to make sure we had the unedited version of that. That may be the last time they ever let me speak at a Christmas party. Uh, Saxon, James Brown, and Georgia Satellites a part of the show today. We hope you are having a good one. It is Chad and Zay on I can just picture Bob Cole. Oh, I think Chad's had a few. Oh. <laughs> it was two Coors Lights, man. That was it. Yeah, yeah. Hey, it. you weren't as blitzed as you could have been. A little loose, had a little food in me, but uh, yeah. thought it, it was one of those where you have an idea in your head, and then when you get up and start delivering the idea, you realize, oh yeah, well, this is a little more energetic than I thought it was going to be, but yeah, let's go with it. Yeah. I know we're about to get to our flex, ATX, you know, what we do there, but ugh, cartridge, come on, come on. Carthage. 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 We want to make sure we say it right because they are kicking ass. Yeah. Okay. Carthage. Carthage. Yes. QB1 still in the game. (laughs) Fourth quarter. 42-0. Yeah. Uh, All right. Let's Let's get into the flex segment. We'll start right there with the update on the score. Flex ATX for the best high school sports coverage. Listen to the horn and go to flxatx.com. Flex 30 is brought to you by Brain Vault. Brain Vault is a revolutionary and patented mouth guard that has been proven to help reduce the risk of concussion. Visit brainvault.com and join the movement. All right, so with 10 minutes to go in the fourth quarter, Wimberley is just at this point hoping they don't get shut out. It's 42 to nothing, Carthage. To your point, Zay, there's got to be a moment for me in the state playoff run beyond which nobody gets to point out what you just pointed out. Nobody gets to say QB1 is still in the game. This is the state title game. You're up 42-0. I don't care if he throws every play the rest of this game. To me, oh, to me, you got to me, no hard, dude. To me, you got to eat what you eat. This is the title game. No you, hard. You really want to? You really want Wimberley's people? In this environment, bitching about that? I'm not talking about Wimberley. They don't need to bitch about that. They're in the state championship game. I'm with okay. you on Wimberley's side. I'm talking about as the average fan. You're saying third party to have, okay. Yeah, just, right. just okay. knows about football common you. courtesy. And this is high school football. I think it would be kind of cool if the backup got to take some snaps right. at – Okay. Jerry World. I got you. I got at you. At this beautiful stadium. This stadium is iconic. There's no other stadium like it in the world. That big-ass screen that you're playing up under. I think it's important to put the backup in the game and let them get a couple snaps. Now, now you can run up the score with the backups all you want. I'm with that. Yeah. We're calling the same plays. F the run game. We're on. Even we're, if you want to still throw with the backup. Even if you want to throw with the okay? backup. Let all the backup right. okay. roll with the same playbook. Yeah. I, I like that. Now, 
when I'm watching a blowout, I want the game to go as quick as possible. So if you could do your job on the ground, cool. But yeah, if you put in the second string guys, third string guys, let them run the OG playbook that you've been running for the first team all year and see what happens. But to have QB1 in right now, 42-0, that's tough, coach. From what I've seen looking up here on this drive, I mean, he's just got the best seat in the house. He's just handing off and watching yeah, he's handing at this off. point. But I, I, I get what you're saying. I wonder if at that level, when you're talking about, you know, I don't know what their backup quarterback situation is, but it could also be something that, I don't know, the quarterback, I can't tell. The quarterback and the head coach have I, they, they have a similar look to them. I don't know if it's a true coach's son situation. I think it might be. But I don't know. Maybe it's one of those things where if he's a senior leader, do you just let him go all the way and finish it off with the team? Uh, but I'm assuming at some point, there might be a time when uh, when some starters come out, but we'll see. Carthage is taking it to Wimberley. Thirty, uh, f- excuse me, forty-two nothing there in the fourth quarter, and we will get you that. It's not like Coach is update. worried about a comeback anytime soon. No, he shouldn't be. And by the way, I have misspoken obviously on Carthage. They used to be just a badass running team. The first two touchdowns were bombs. They're throwing it around. I mean, they're, they're this is a wide open offense now. So Carthage is not your dad's Carthage apparently anymore man they're they're getting after it so just to clarify that and two teams that we know can air it out uh, uh, Zay are uh, that DeSoto team and of course the Vandergriff Vipers which have they've proven over these last few weeks when when it's time to to go after a big play they can do it uh, tomorrow afternoon three o'clock is the kick time we'll get you that flex pregame at 2 30 with Snoop and Zach from the site and one of the biggest things they're gonna have to deal with Zay is of course um, DeSoto's passing game and Jonte Cook I'm seeing 1,366 yards, 17 yards a catch, and 21 touchdowns receiving. Yo, when Justin Wells compares you to on the field, Antonio Brown, keyword on the field, not off the field, Yeah, Antonio Brown, you're special. And I love that Jonte Cook is coming to the 40 acres in January. But, yeah, the Vipers definitely got a huge task on their hands. I know all-world flex ATX, uh, 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 you know, player at his secondary spot, Alex Foster. He's definitely going to know where Jonte Cook is. And when you got guys like Damian Wimberly and those guys up in the front line, they got to get pressure on the quarterback so he doesn't have those easy throws to guys like Jonte Cook and Trey Wisner, who is also coming down to the 40 acres in January. But it's easier said than done. This is why the solo is so good. Even though last week they got the upset win, the Ditton Geyer, they definitely didn't think that was an upset win. They should they think that they should be in the 5A Division II state championship. And you know, people on the specs text line, like last week, everybody was saying, Oh, Katie gonna blow out Vandergriff. Vandergriff has no chance. Them Katie boys, you see how many state championships they got okay where's katie now at home watching the game with us uh-huh. so vandegrift i don't want to hear all that oh the zodo gonna stop them boys vandegrift loves that drew sanders and them boys they love that they love being the underdog they've been the underdog all season long we a lot of us said that dripping springs was gonna get them a few games ago a few rounds ago yep. and here they are playing in jerry world for chance to win a state championship you can't go you can't look past the vipers even if they're you know the underdog in this game it's gonna be a hell of a game no matter what so here's my question we told you in the dripping springs game vandergriff ran two plays on defense where they put miles coleman in at d at defensive back 
to cover a Dripping Springs receiver on a big third down play. They didn't convert either one of them. He was able to play a little bump and run, get his hands on them early, and then run with them because Miles Coleman is really fast. Is that an idea we might see against John Tay Cook? Do you double him? You mentioned Alex Foster. Do you use Alex Foster in some way? They ran an Alex Foster blitz on one of those plays, and it got home. You mentioned the defensive linemen. How many different ways are they going to have to try to deal with John Tay Cook? And I'll give you a couple other names from DeSoto here in a second. He's not the only guy they can throw the ball to. But if you let him go, you have no shot. If you let him become – it's just like Miles Coleman. If you let Miles Coleman get after you when you play Vandegrift, you got no shot. Yeah, and he's going to have his spectacular catches. He's just too good. But you got to limit those spectacular catches and limit his yards after catch. That's one thing he's so good at, catching the ball and then taking it to the house with his legs, taking a 10-yard gain and turning it into a 35, 45-yard gain. If you could get him down early, it will slow down this Eagles offense. And, yeah, Vandergriff will definitely have a chance. As far as the Miles Coleman putting him in there to guard Jonte Cook at times, Drew Sanders has to be real critical when he does that because if you if you got Jay Wells out here comparing them to Antonio Brown on the field, yeah. then that means you know he's very good in this technique and getting off the ball. And somebody like Miles Coleman, who doesn't play both ways regularly, doesn't play defense, you know, normally, that might be tough for him to guard somebody on John Tate Cook's caliber. So yep. Drew Sanders, it's gonna be, you know, it's a state championship game. You're going to have to throw the kitchen sink at him. We know he's not afraid to do that. We lo- we see the halfback passes, the wide receiver passes. Miles Coleman had two of them uh, this past weekend against Katie. He's going to have to throw some of that tricky stuff at this DeSoto uh, defense in order to get the dub. They've been doing it all season long. And, again, I would not put it past Vandergriff to win this game at all, even if they're the underdog. couple other names to keep in mind. You've mentioned Wisner already. He averages 13 a catch for DeSoto. He's got about 30 catches on the year. So does Crimson Mathis, one of the great names they have, uh, coach's son there. Uh, 12 yards a catch for him. And don't forget a guy I told you about all the way back in 7-on-7 when I got to see this DeSoto team win the 7-on-7, Dalen Jones. 13 yards a catch. He's got 46 catches for about 580. Big number nine. He's a guy they use too. Great hands, bigger guy, kind of right between a receiver and tight end in terms of size. Just when you get to focusing on Cook, they could hit you with these other guys too. And I didn't even mention their 1,200-yard running back, Ryden. R-I-D-E-N is his name. Number 22. Oh, only, in quotes, averaging 96 a game, but he averages 7.2 per carry. DeSoto can come get you now. The, the, this Dallas area of talent has just become ridiculous. We know the talent in Texas all in all is ridiculous, but with the Anthony Hill signing out of uh, Denton Ryan, but specifically South Dallas, when you got three teams playing in state championship games, like kind of within 30 minutes of each other, DeSoto's close, South Dallas, South Oak Cliff's playing today, South Dallas, then you got Duncanville playing uh, tomorrow against Mm -hmm. North Shore. The talent's just absolutely ridiculous in that area, so I'm not surprised all the guys that you just named there. It's not just Trey Wisner, it's not just John Cook. and when you get to this point of the season, just like on the Vandergriff side, it's not just Miles Coleman there, Middleton, he's a really good number two wide receiver. They got a really good tight end also. Scoglin's very 
very yeah, good. Skogler, Love he, him. Yeah. Love he, 88. Coach Sanders does a good job of getting him the ball on the goal line. And Brandon Buchanan, you know, our first team all flex guy, he's as tough as it comes. You know, before he goes off to Baylor to be a catcher there for baseball, he wants to bring back a state championship to this part of Austin. They don't consider Vandergriff Austin, but this part of Central Texas. Yep. And yeah, I just seeing him play, he's been a joy to watch and can't wait to see him go for one last ride. Yeah, these two quarterbacks are fun to watch too. They can both sling it and both have good deep ball accuracy. Darius Bailey is the junior quarterback for DeSoto and uh, he absolutely can sling it around. Kind of like Braden Buchanan in that there's multiple arm angles, a little bit of a sidearm vibe to him, but the deep ball accuracy, at least that I saw live in 7-on-7, seven seven, really impressive. We'll see what it looks like in full pads, but they'll take their shots just like Vandergriff is going to need to take shots. So who can complete balls to number one is key because both those big dogs, Cook and Coleman, they both wear number one. Yeah. yeah. So it's going to be a lot of fun to watch. That is 3 o'clock tomorrow. And, again, we've got it for you here on the horn. <laughs> yeah, okay, all right. Update on this Carthage game. Yes. It's Wimberley. QB2 got in the game. QB2 fumbled. Oh, <laughs> see? Oh, you see? Zay, you got what you asked for. Are you happy now? Oh, no, QB2. Are you happy now? QB2-18, you've been waiting for this. You see what you just did? You just messed up the stat sheet. Come on now. Why are we behind the center? Let's go shotgun. We've been doing it all game. Coach doesn't care. Coach is smiling. Yeah, Coach, Coach is, is smiling. He's high-fiving everybody. That's ball game. Coach is smiling. He's saying, you know what? Uh, I did the right thing. I did the right thing there. No problem. <laughs> 42-0. We're fine. All right. We'll get you that final score. Uh, looks like it's going to be 42-0. We'll see if Wimberley can maybe put something on the board. Jeff Ketchum of Orange Bloods coming up at 205. The latest on the Chris Beard situation. What happens next? And that great recruiting news that Longhorn fans got yesterday, which is Anthony Hill flipping officially from A&M to Texas. We'll get Catch's thoughts on that. Up next, though, where are we at in society? Zay's going to let us know on the horn. This Friday. Hope you're having a good one. Uh, I don't think I have this one, Zay. Should I know it? Uh, it is 80s, but... Single yeah. artist? Yeah. Ooh. No, I don't know. Melissa Manchester. Oh, yeah, I wasn't coming up with that You one. should hear how she talks about you. Ah. Melissa was clearly messy as hell. Yeah. <laughs> Like is she the mistress? Like I don't, I don't understand. Like is she the friend? I don't know. Because what I'm catching from this, she's the friend, and she's talking to the boyfriend of the friend. Uh-huh. And letting her know you should hear how she talks about you. I didn't really hear the lyrics, but that's what I'm taking from it. Sounds like there's a lot of talking behind people's backs going on here. That's what it sounds like. There's a lot of that going on right now. Uh, We got a lot of football going on right now, too. Bowl games uh, have kicked off today. 
And we're about to get another state champion crowned at Jerry World. UAB has taken the lead back late in that game. 24, and now it's over. 24-20. So UAB gets the first bowl win of the year. We've got that UTSA-Troy game coming up here at 2. And with one minute to go, if you're a Wimberley Texan fan, you've had a while to get ready for this feeling. You're a minute and nine seconds away from a loss in the state championship game. Yo, are these Carthage dudes freestyling on the sideline? I think they are. I think they are. freestyling on the sideline? Dude was rapping? I mean, well... Yo, they look like... They look like when Odessa Permian played Dallas Carter back in like 1988 in Friday Night Lights. And Dallas Carter just looked like grown-ass man, like a college football team. Man, they, uh, they're impressive. 42 to nothing is going to be the final score of this game. And if I saw the graphic right, it'll be like their fifth shutout of the year. Yeah, keep your head up, Wimberley. Nothing yeah. to be ashamed of. Oh, Great, yeah. season. Great season. This yeah. team is absolute juggernaut. I'm looking at them, bros. They holding up their chains and stuff like an NFL team. This is the kind of thing, again, these players won't realize it now, but this is the kind of run where they'll put a sign somewhere in town for you. Like, they'll put a sign or they'll make a – I don't know if they go as far as do a statue or anything like that, but they will – to get to the state championship game, state finalist – they're going to give you some love in your town. Yeah. Forever. Yeah. You know, you will be known uh, around Wimberley uh, for a long, long time. So hopefully they will be able to process this one properly. It has been a tough one, and 42 nothing is going to be that final score. All right. Uh, we got Jeff Ketchum coming up from Orange Bloods at 2.05. Right now, though, let's get where are we at in society. See what Zay's got for us. Where are we at in society today? All right, Zay, do I have anything to look at on Twitter today? Yeah, check it out. Check it out. You know, this is kind of a sports story because the athlete is in it. But right now, Megan the Stallion, you know Megan the Stallion. You love Megan the Stallion. I do. How can you not? Oh, I do love her. She's a Texan girl. Mm -hmm. She's lovely. Music's good. She has a good raunchy edge to her a lot. A lot of Lil Kim like. I know you like Lil Kim. So she might have the sexiest stare in music. She's bad. To me, she's a baddie. In the last decade. Yeah. Such yeah. a sexy stare. Yeah, so yeah, she's yeah. so sexy. Oh, absolutely. Yeah. So Megan the Stallion, right now, she's been going in and out of court because her and another R and B slash rap artist, Tory Lanez, got into an altercation. I don't know if it was a couple years ago or a year and a half ago, but it was a little time ago. They got into an argument in a van or truck, and it was always known that Tory shot her in the foot somehow. Whoa. Yeah. But now it's come out that he shot, she shot, he shot at her on the ground, and I want to say like a part of the bullet hit her foot, like hit off the ground and hit her foot okay. somehow. So she got wounded. It wasn't like a clear shot, but she got wounded. So they're in court right now trying to go through everything. This happened at Kylie Jenner's birthday party. So Kylie Jenner, the youngest of the Kardashian-Jenner clan who's might be the richest through her makeup line. This happened at her place. She saw Tori and Megan kind of arguing. She was like, y'all got to get out with this stuff. This escalated to the shot. Now, a couple of years later, they're in court. So they're trying to get these details huh. figured out. There was another person who witnessed this. This was like Megan the Stallion's friend, Kelsey. Now, okay. why this is why it gets all messy and stuff. Everybody's saying, now, I don't have all the facts, but I have a little bit of them. Everybody is saying that Kelsey and Meg the Stallion 
and Tori were all fighting because Meg the Stallion had slept with not only Tori Lanes, but the baby, another rapper. Uh-huh. And this is where the athlete comes in, Ben Simmons. Oh, okay. Ben oh, Simmons. Right. And also, supposedly, Kelsey has had a little thing with Ben Simmons, the baby, and Tory Lanes too. So, uh. so they're arguing about all of that. Megan's embarrassed because now she has a current boyfriend that's none of those three I just named. Oh. And he's like, damn, I didn't know this happened. And Meg, she said last year to Gail, what's Gail's name? Gail's last name. Oprah's girl. But Oprah's, oh. Uh, Gail King. King. Yeah. Yeah, I think you're right. Yeah, Gail King. And was she, Gail was like, did you have a sexual relationship with? Tory Lanez, and she was like, oh, no. So now she's under oath. She had to tell the truth. It's coming out that she did. Oh, because now we're in court yeah. about it. Okay. Yeah, yeah, so <laughs> hard just tweeted. Hey, Mike Hart, do not text me on the show talking about she shot me in the pinky toe. That's not cool, Hart. That's not cool. That's not cool. But, yeah, so it, this all happened, and Ben Simmons says it's Cap, which that's what the young kids it's, say. It's Cap? It's cap. What does that mean? You're lying. Oh, okay. Yeah. Okay. That's what the young kids say he, when you're lying. He's it's claiming cat. it's fraudulent. <laughs> is that what he's saying? Yes. Okay. Yeah, so all this mess has come out and Ben Simmons is thrown in it. And yeah, it's, it's a sad story. I hope, you know, justice is served wherever it goes. But Megan, she's had to deal with a lot because a lot of people said that she's been lying about getting shot and... You know, I think there's a story about her getting shot. And like the next week, she was twerking in the video. So people are like, How hurt were you? And let the girl twerk. We all want to see her twerk. Like, now, well, nothing wrong with that, even if she's a little hobbled. Now, we had the story where we found out Dion, because of a completely different situation, had like lost a couple toes. Like she, did she lose a toe no. or part of a foot? No. Okay. No, she's good. Okay. She's all and right. And that's why people think that it's fraudulent on her side because everybody's like, Where's the evidence of you being shot? Like, uh, we've never seen you hobbled or anything like that. But then she's making it up like those people oh, that think yeah. Kurt Schilling made up the mm-hmm. bloody sock and stuff? I don't think she's making it up. But no, I wouldn't either. We'll see what happens. By the way, what does this tweet mean when Ben Simmons tweeted out and y'all said I couldn't score? What does that mean? I don't, no, I'm just kidding. <laughs> that didn't happen. Um, that's a, another one of those weird ones. Chris Paul just got brought into a story out of yeah. nowhere. Ben Simmons trying to mind his own business, trying to figure out things with the Nets. Nets and, are playing good basketball, too. And this story shows up. Nets are playing Good basketball. Won eight out of the last ten. KD's looking good. Kyrie is not talking about people off the court. He's just focused on hooping. Dude, they just got fined 25000 as a team for sitting eight different players at the same time, including their best players, and they won that game. And got the dub. They still won the game. Yeah. That's where they all look back at Adam Silver like, come on, dude, we won. What yeah. do you want to do? You can find us if we lose. How about that? But we needed to sit our guys, but we also won the game. Nah, that's that's Bush League. Indiana Pacers. If I'm an Indiana Pacers fan, I go to that game. I'm trying to see Kyrie and KD. I get load management. I get you have to sit guys out at certain times, but you have to spread it out to where at least one of those guys are playing. You got to stagger. You yeah, got to yeah, yeah. stagger. You could do that. You'd be like, okay, this might be a time for some guys to sit out. 
KD, tonight's your night. Sorry, NBA fans. Kyrie, you got to play. Dude, We're they, not trying to get fined. They sat both of those guys, plus Simmons, plus Seth Curry, plus four more. So disrespectful. <laughs> it was crazy. Yeah, that's that's weak, Brooklyn. Nets. That's not that's not good. All right, 2 o'clock hour coming up. Let's get back into these Longhorn stories. The, Chris Be- the crazy Chris Beard story of the week and where we are now on that one. Plus, Longhorns get great recruiting news with the Anthony Hill commitment as we get closer to signing day. Jeff Ketchum of Orange Blood with that and more coming up on The Horn.